on Bite, Keith Aram, director of the film The Phoenix Incident, based on a real UFO incident that took place in the 1990s. This is Sci-Fi Talk, the podcast on how sci-fi, fantasy, horror, and comics help us explore our humanity. We ask this question, what does the government know? But now we'll look at a film that was inspired by a real case, the famous Phoenix Lights. For a few nights, people were entertained, or if you can call it that, with a UFO that flew over the city. That was back in 1997. A whole city saw something in the sky. Filmmaker Keith Arem made a film based on the incident, The Phoenix Incident. We met with almost a thousand eyewitnesses, wow. and, uh, and we shot it in Phoenix. Mm. Uh, I grew up in Arizona, so we we went back to the Australia Mountains and South Mountain, and we tracked the the path of where the lights were. We met with uh, MUFON officials. We met with political leaders. We met with the vice, the for, former vice mayor. We met with. Uh, I had a lot of military consultants because I work on a lot of big video games, and met with uh, actual military uh, people who claimed that they had either witnessed them or their their men had witnessed the event. And wow. some of these guys had scrambled jets to intercept these lights. It was an event. It mm. really was. It was something that happened that night, and it spooked a lot of people. Yeah. Now, did you take this as a, a found footage kind of an approach? This movie. The problem for me is is, is that I've, there's a number of found footage films that yeah. have been out that have sort of, you know, used the, the the traditional methods of you know you've got a cameraman out in the woods seeing something and 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 while that is authentic and, and video games use that and and real footage on YouTube or anywhere else would be that. We wanted to have that real element of that, but I think that there's so many found footage films that have kind of used that too much. Yeah. So that's why we kind of took this documentary approach where the idea was that this mm. was this government whistleblower that's coming forward with this information based on this real testimony that we were getting and then sort of bringing that into the footage of these guys. So by the end, it does have that found footage element and that's, and that when we tested the movie, we found that those audience really, uh, really enjoyed that type of experience, even though that's not for everyone. Right. Um, but what that did was is that that kind of reinvented the found footage uh, genre. So for people who were saying, you know, if you're running from aliens, you just drop the camera and you run. We wanted to create, you know, a, a different type of experience where the way these guys were recording it and the way we're experiencing it as an audience is that we're bringing together other footage from military sources, from actual eyewitness uh, sources, mm, from wow. news sources. Um, and you see movies like Catfish where there are these multimedia experiences where you're getting stuff from the internet and then stuff from actual surveillance cameras and then other articles and then these different reports. And so a documentarian has the ability to do that, whereas in a traditional found footage movie, you can't. Yeah. So, so even though, given the budget that our film was, because our film was a pretty low-budget film and we were only about you know, $1.3 million compared to, you know, $150 million Independence Day. There's no way sure. that, you know, our film next to an Independence Day, you know, you know budget-wise is going to be able to deliver on the same level of, you know, visual effects and other things. But what we can do is present a very intriguing viral idea to really get people talking about this subject. The entire interview is available at Sci-Fi Talk. and There is a link in the show notes. I understand there's a special edition coming to theaters soon. And Sci-Fi Talk Plus has a special offer for you and your friends and family. With over 900 episodes, commercial-free, uncut, 
and now with playlists that you can customize, an exclusive video, even special podcast programs. The best part, it's free. Click on the link in the show notes for that free lifetime access. But this special offer will expire, so take advantage of it. And please, no anonymous subscriptions are allowed. This is Tony Talato.